Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Learn more at businessofcannabis.ca. On today's BFC Live, we connect with Daniel Lentola of Whistler Technologies and Whistler Therapeutics about how they make bubble hash, as well as his background that brought him into the cannabis space. Daniel Lentola, thanks for being here. Thanks, Jay, for having me on. I'm excited to have you on because uh, we're going to learn a bunch, uh, a bit about you, a bit about uh, Whistler Therapeutics, Whistler Technologies, and hopefully a bit about a how-to of bubble hash. Can we do that? Yeah, of course. Okay. Let's start with you, if you could. Um, uh, give us a little bit about your background and actually where you are today. Okay. So um, I, I grew up in uh, North Vancouver, so kind of in the in the BC bud culture, um, you know, became a stoner, um, you know, around adulthood. And uh, I, I'm a pretty big nerd and a science guy. So I went to school uh, at McGill for biochemistry. I did my uh, bachelor's and master's there, um, you know, using cannabis uh, recreationally, but also, um, you know, uh, when the Whistler connection, when I was 13, I had a bad mountain biking injury. So I've had a lot of muscular skeletal pain and, and a lot of stuff through that. So I've also become a medical cannabis patient um, at a certain point and, and use topical and, and edibles on that side. So anyways, uh, I was doing my master's at McGill uh, in the Cancer Research Center um, and was very interested since um, you know early in university about cannabis and cancer. I had seen Run From the Cure with Rick Simpson and a lot of the published research um, from Manuel Guzman or Christina Ch Sanchez at the time and, and like uh, very interested in how cannabis could be used to treat cancer. And so I wanted to do research on that, but it really wasn't going to fly in 2013. This was before the a little early the, before the MMPR was out. And like I had a, uh, a, a supervisor at the time uh, for my master's who was very pro-cannabis, smoked himself, grew it, but didn't want any connection for losing his, his funding, science funding, right? So it was kind of shut down. And um, so I was kind of left academia. And then, you know, my Whistler connection, my aunt and uncle have lived there and my cousins is, you know, my whole life. So uh, my aunt knew the owner of Whistler Medical Marijuana and uh, basically connected me. Uh, and I sent, you know, a, a basically a cover letter saying, you know, I just graduated with my master's in biochemistry. I'm really interested in organic cannabis and e extracts. And so I got hired there to start their oil and extract program. Um, and so, uh, you know, shortly after um, my, my now business partner, Brishna, um, was hired on as well. And so we were working together to do their oil extraction program. Um, you know, we wrote all the SOPs, did the work, you know, labeled the bottles, everything to get product to market for Whistler Medical, you know, we got our extraction license at the same time as um, I think uh, Tilray and, and some of the other big companies. So we had a lot of experience on the regulatory side. And, and when the, the regs came out in the uh, MMPR um, for when the oils were allowed, you know, I was still expecting that we'd be doing CO2 or ethanol extraction. Um, but uh, it, basically they said you know only edible oils and I was like what's the point of extracting with a volatile solvent if you're just making like can of butter or something let's just put the cannabis straight into the oil and doing it just like 
you know, bud style wasn't potent enough. Quickly realized you're getting a lot of chlorophyll. It's not the nice product you want. But, um, you know, so my cousin uh, who's lived in Whistler um, goes snowmobiling with Bubble Man. And so I was introduced to Bubble Man through my cousin and making bubble hash. He's like, well, you should check this out because Whistler Medical is certified organic. And I was in this like, you know, 120 square foot concrete room. And they're like, this is where you have to make extracts. And you're like, I can't like, do any construction in here so let's just try making bubble hash so we we made bubble hash and then the idea that i had was um you know let's just see if we can infuse it uh into um into the carrier oil the bubble hash still wet without drying it and try and you know under pressure um get a decarb reaction going so we could keep all those terpenes from the fresh plant in there and that worked out really well. So we started making oil at Whistler Medical Marijuana um, and they, they had up to 30 different types of oil at one time, strain specific edible oils, they did really well. Um, but we quickly realized that making bubble hash wasn't a very scalable process. And so, you know, the original process, uh, you know, um, popularized by Bubble Man, uh, he coined the term bubble hash was using a series of, of bags. So they're nylon bags with, with a mesh um, and that lets you separate the resin glands from the rest of the plant. So when we talk about the goods in the cannabis, they collect in resin glands on the surface of the plant. And we can think of them like tiny apples or tiny grapes. So all of the good stuff is collected in there and then um, they come off really easily. So in traditional hash, methods you take dry material grind it up sift it through a screen to collect you know uh trichomes but you might only double the concentration of trichomes and you'll have a lot of contaminants so traditional hashes you know uh are around 30 percent thc if it's from decent material uh and and that's maybe you know 50 plus percent contaminant and the rest being trichome heads when we make bubble hash, uh, what happens is we put the cannabis, either you can do it fresh without drying it, or it can be dry um, into an ice water bath. And so now the resin glands become brittle when it's cold, and they're actually slightly heavier than water. So they'll sink down to the bottom of the mixture, and your ice and your cannabis stays at the top. And then you, your first bag has a hole that lets the, the, the trichomes come through, but not the cannabis and the ice. So you pull that bag out. Um, well, first you mix your cannabis, you know, with your like, which is cauldron style for, yeah. for a few hours. Um, and, and then, or there's people had like plastic washing machines or non-plastic washing machines that are mixing around. And it was just sort of, um, you know, and the process worked. You can get products that are 70 plus percent, you know, THC plus terpenes, um, you know, as potent as you can get out of solvent extracts, just using ice and water. Um, so we made these oils, it was great, but we realized like it's not very scalable. Um, and this process of just like mixing cannabis should be automated. Like th there should be a way to automate this. And so I talked to Bubble Man at the time and he was like, you know, he's working with some groups and they have some ideas, but nobody's really made this breakthrough. Um, so we decided at the time, let's, let's see what we can do. Um, you know, uh, uh, we were making money on the oil, so I was given some freedom and, and you know, also the, the go, uh, you know, from my boss, I was trying to get equity in WMMC and he was like, no, you can keep your IP that you make. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine. Like, that's a good deal. Um, at the time, he told me that he just wanted to grow great, 
grow great weed and ski powder. And so he was living his best life. And uh, what I want to do too. Well, yeah, the skiing yeah, part. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I was like, that's a good goal. Um, so, you know, we, we, we made this equipment. And so um, basically uh, had a consulting engineer and we talked to him for a while uh, and we ended up needing to mix everything in, in there. Like, how are we going to make it mixed? And that's like the critical component of the, of the, of the ice hash making because you mix too vigorously and you break up the plant material and you get contaminant and you don't mix enough you don't get all the trichomes so um we we found a company that made uh uh agitators mostly for the mining industry so get, getting stuff out of gold ore um and we asked for their help and so um they helped us make the first design and, and their engineer uh came to for the commissioning at the time and and it was a great success for us the machine made a lot of hash and it was pouring out um and we were all celebrating uh, all the all the employees at, at, uh, and so the engineer was just like guys like this is the most exciting commissioning i've ever been to like this doesn't happen in the mining industry and we're like oh we maybe made like a hundred grand worth of hash today and he's like oh i should i should switch industries so i told him to, to send me your resume uh, and he did an hour after leaving and he became the first employee for Whistler Tech. So he saw the value of like, hey, we, we, we had a good first prototype. Let's try and commercialize it. So he was a manufacturing engineer um, and, and we basically got going on Whistler Technologies. Um, and, you know, at around the same time, we had the idea. Um, and this is where my business partner, Brishna, comes in. And I think it'd be good to have an interview with her and go over therapeutics in more detail. Um, but, you know, that has the medical aspect because Worcester Medical was, you know, dealing with a lot of patients and they were having this amazing response like, hey, I, you know, I'm not paying $2,000 a month for, for fancy opioids anymore. I'm just buying, you know, $100 or $200 of cannabis oil and it's working great for me. And so we're like, well, there's obviously medical benefit and, you know, we want to produce this at scale. So the idea is, you know, let's grow cannabis outdoors. If you're doing it for hash, we don't care how the bud looks. Like let's, I think it's a perfect, you know, kind of um, idea. So the idea was to grow cannabis outdoors, uh, use the equipment to make these, these oils. So when we make the oils in this process, we keep the terpenes in there and we keep the strain specific effects. So what people were saying is as opposed to, you know, CO2 or ethanol extractions where all the terps are gone, they're still getting their strain specific effects that they, you know, wanted for the, the dry flower. And so um, it was a big breakthrough on the oil side. So we saw this, you know, this huge benefit. We can do fresh frozen product straight to oil. And the oil was actually retaining more terpenes per unit of THC or CBD than dry flour from the same batch. So we would take the tops and we would dry them and it might be like a 10 to one ratio of cannabinoid to terpenes, we'd take the bottoms and the trim, we'd make our terpene enriched oil, and it would be like, you know, a six to one ratio of cannabinoid to terpene. So there's more terps in our oil, uh, and that's an edible oil. And so, um, you know, we started the terpene testing for the oils and releasing that data. So, you know, this was done in a very small scale method. And since then, uh, Whistler Technologies has scaled it up to the Terp reactor. So now we have a 200 liter reaction vessel that is specifically designed for decarboxylation. So the idea being you use our ice water extraction equipment, you take your bubble hash, you put it into our decarboxylation equipment, it runs, it infuses into oil as well in that one step, 
and you filter it out and you're getting a higher quality oil out the other end um, using only ice and water and your carrier oil of choice than everybody running it through a solvent system and doing all these filtrations. So um, it's, a, it's a process that you can go from your fresh plant you cut down to a decarbed edible oil ready to sell in under 24 hours. And everything's organic. And the, and the flavor is, is really amazing. And people are, are, are like, you know, why is it so different? Why does this taste different than, you know, doing a CO2 extract or doing an ethanol extract? Um, and there's a few reasons. The first is that the trichome has a slightly different terp profile than the rest of the plant. It's the fruit. So, you know, if you, and, and I like to use the, the analogy, like let's say you're making wine and you cut down your entire grapevine and you press everything out of it you can. Well, I got a higher yield of sugar than the other you know, winery because I pressed all the leaves too. But your wine tastes like shit and nobody wants to buy it because you press sugar out of the leaves. So the same thing's happening in the plant. You've got CBD or THC that's not in the trichome that we can take off with ice water. We always see there's maybe three to 5% you know, absolute cannabinoid left in the leaf. So if you had a bad production round and you're only 10% THC, your maximum yield is 50%. So you're getting way more yield when you run that through a solvent extraction, but you're getting this other fraction. So we really see the ice water as the first pass extraction that's going to be preferred in the industry in the future um, because you can take off the, the, a certain fraction you can fractionate it by time, by maturity of trichome, you know, through size. And so you have so much more flexibility to take out, you know, a fraction of your extract that's worth, you know, $100 a gram retail versus everything else that's worth 10 or 20. Um, and then what's left over, you can dry it in an oven, you can extract it with solvents, it's diminishing returns. But, you know, uh, another analogy is olive oil, where you have a cold press that's the premium consumer product. There's still oil left in the pulp that's extracted with solvents. So, you know, we really see going forward that hash is gonna be a first pass extraction for all sorts of things. We can make edibles, topicals, vape pens, whatever you want, um, but you're getting, you know, the part of the plant that's ripe. You know, this is the fruit, this is the apple that's ripe, and that's all we're taking off the plant. And so there's, there's a definite, you know, difference between a hash-based extract and a whole plant-based extract because you're fractionating different terp profiles in that physical method. I love all of it. And, and uh, I mean this in the most positive way. It's like uh, the, the beginning of the story till now, it's like you're a little bit of Forrest Gump being in the right place, right time, right intention, um, right interest. Well, being born in the right place, first of all, being you know from North Vancouver. <laughs> Right, but but also studying in McGill and the professor that you're working with and, and his interest in cannabis, and then the cousins, and then uh, the cousins who's who snow snowmobile uh, with the bubble man, like all that has a movie quality to it. <laughs> also, the passion comes through, and, and I guess the, the the question is so so the whole process, and then bringing it obviously to Whistler Therapeutics, and you're you're also building the technology to do it. And like, it, that, is that the business, business model? There's a therapeutic side that is a patient facing, uh, uh, well, grow and then, and then sort of the, the extract, the, the hash as well. But also on the technology side, like you are rolling out the technology to other players, I guess, in the US and Canada to actually do similar things that you're doing. 
Yeah. Um, to be honest, the technology play was just like a company that, you know, took its own life, let's say, where we weren't really planning to commercialize the technology. It was, you know, uh, the owner at Worcester Medical was very entrepreneurial and he's like, you could sell this stuff in the US. Like I, we can't sell cannabis in the US right now, but you could sell this equipment. Like this is a, a good idea. So the, the initial deal was set up and we would use their facility. So we were making the oil and we were testing the equipment. So we were basically, we ran millions of dollars of, of material through the equipment um, to optimize everything um, at that time. So uh, we got really lucky, you know, it, it's very much the right place at the right time. And, and something my dad said to me was, follow your heart and the money will come. But the money always comes like at the last possible moment when you're super stressed out. But you know, that, that part was omitted, but you know. Um, he forgot that part he, of the sentence. Now, yeah, that, that part was, yeah. But so it's, it's, you know, the financial side's been super stressful and learning to run a business because we didn't, you know, I didn't plan. It was kind of funny. I had a friend of mine when I started working at Worcester Medical, who's like, you know, what's your plan, Daniel? Are you going to like gain your skills and start your own business? And I was like, no, I'm just really interested in the science and the medical side and want to do this research. And then the realization was like, the only way you're going to do the research you want is like, be in control and, and, and get the company moving. So, um, you know, that, that's kind of the idea. So, you know, Whistler Technologies, we've been able to, you know, work with amazing customers and develop our technology further um, and get to the point where we're trying to do a GMP system. So our, our newest ice uh, water uh, system is a 2000 liter extraction system. We just uh, installed one of these uh, or two of them in Nebraska for Sweetwater hemp. Uh, and they have our terp reactor as well. So they're using hemp to make uh, a terpene enriched CBD oil, which we think is gonna be a big hit in the US. Um, and, and we have, you know, um, we actively support our customers in the terp reactor, it's like a royalty program. So we're giving active support and, and trying to uh, build that out. So um, that, that ice water system, um, we, we talked with, uh, you know, some clean in place experts and made it so all the, the pumps that pump the water for the regular operation of the hash system double as a clean in place system. Um, so my team is really taking, you know, uh, sanitary practices from pharmaceutical development to make this, you know, GMP style equipment. Um, we really see Europe as, as a much bigger hash market. There's a lot more history and hash smokers there than in North America. Um, and everything is going to be GMP. So, um, you know, we're really, it's, it's about providing the means to the end. We wanted to have this hash-based, you know, medical product and to make it a pharmaceutical, it has to be GMP. And for it to be GMP, we had to improve our equipment. So you might as well be selling it at the same time um, <laughs> to, to, to make it work. Like we wouldn't have been able to raise money to, to do all these things. So we're doing them through the operation of the businesses. Um, and, you know, that's uh, a stressful time with trying to like reinvest all your cash flow immediately. Um, but, uh, you know, we've made it this far. And so at this point, um, we, we, you know, used, um, we put the companies together into, into a holding company to be able to raise money from investors. We're, we're still raising money from uh, uh, accredited investors right now to uh, install our WT2000 system in our lab in Lillooet near our farm. So we have a standard cultivation license that's 10 acres. Uh, we have 33% ownership in another site that has uh, 24 acres. And so we grew at both those sites last year, 
we're making hash from it. So um, Whistler Therapeutics, we can't sell under the brand name Therapeutics because of Health Canada regulations around medical connotations of your name. So uh, we named it, uh, was the previous name of our farm and the name now is Earthwolf Farms. So uh, our farm was originally an organic hops farm. So we took it over, it had the organic certification. We've kept that certification through for our cannabis. Um, but the, the, or the Latin name for hops is, is Humulus Lupulus, uh, which kind of means earth wolf. So the previous owners had named it that and we kind of, uh, you know, um, stuck with, with, with that name. So uh, Earthwolf Farms Bubble Hash is now available in BC. Um, we're, we're selling, uh, our first strain is, is Lillooet Gold. Um, which is a cross of UK cheese and Bubba Kush. And so it's a strain that uh, is called Washing Machine from Ripper Seeds. Uh, we didn't feel that Washing Machine was too appealing of a name to consumers. As a producer, I was like, yes, that's the hash plant that I want. But uh, for consumers, we decided to go with Lilloet Gold. And there's going to be a story we were releasing on the brand soon. And I think that's uh, it's going to be a really fun one. I, I have like a seven page story I've written, but uh, Lillooet actually uh, was, uh, you know, part of the Fraser Canyon gold rush. And that is what created the province of BC. They discovered gold in the Fraser Canyon. And then when their word of that got to London, they're like, we're making this, you know, the most Western colony. Um, and so you had all these people coming from the US uh, and Lillooet became the um, most populated place uh, north of, of uh, you know, San Francisco and then west of Chicago for a short time in the 1860s. Well, you keep talking about the, the hash you're putting out from there. People are going to show up just at your door and knock and start knocking for the, the Lillooet gold. I want to I want to stop it because I want to say because yeah. uh, I want to come back to you uh, over time and see how it's going. But I I learned a ton. I took notes on uh, how we're going to make bubble hash. Um, but it really is, it's, it's an amazing story and I, I appreciate you sharing it. I look forward to seeing you when we all get out back to, to British Columbia and hope we can stop by and say hello. And thank you for your passion, for your, uh, your leadership. And, and actually, uh, I'm just really compelled by the story. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's great to be able to tell it. Well, I, I look forward to sharing it and uh, 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 coming back to you again and, uh, and getting an update. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on B of C Live today. We're able to do what we do thanks to our ongoing partners, including Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Headset, Gallagher, and Torque and Maine.